Breadbox Media Programming is brought to you by... I actually met my wife on CatholicSingles.com, if you can believe that. Really? And about Yes, I had never done that before. Didn't have any problems with dating. Natalie and Aaron met on CatholicSingles.com after they realized that they needed to find someone who shared their faith. Meet other faithful Catholics on the original Catholic dating site. Download our app today for free. Looking for a way to build daily prayer discipline? Seen the rise in mindfulness meditation, but not sure if it is possible to meditate in a way that's consistent with your Catholic faith? Just looking for a way to breathe new life into your existing prayer routine? No matter what you're looking for, Hollow is here to help. Hollow is a Catholic prayer and meditation app that helps users deepen their relationship with God through audio-guided contemplative prayer sessions. From meditations on the daily gospel to the rosary to daily examines, Hollow has something for everyone. Hollow is the number one Catholic app in the U.S. It is free to download and has permanently free content, but you can also check out all of the premium sessions for 30 days, risk-free, by signing up at www.hollow.com. Dot app slash breadbox. Well, hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Lisa Hendy and Friends. Today, I have the great treat of introducing two of my personal friends, amazing women who bring to us a project that you're absolutely going to love. So joining us today, first of all, is Michelle Fanley and also Emily Jaminette, and they are co-authors of the beautiful um, brand new book, Pray Fully, and this is a book about um, becoming a woman of prayer. Michelle is a school nurse at St. Andrew's School in Upper Arlington, Ohio, and she's a radio host and an accomplished writer and speaker. And Emily is the executive director of the Sacred Heart Enthronement Network, and also somebody that you'll hear all the time all over the internet and the radio doing great things. Welcome to the show, Emily and Michelle. Thank you so much for having us. It is truly a privilege to be on this podcast. Yes, it's so wonderful to hear your voice, Lisa. Always a a joy. I feel like um, a little silly interviewing you guys because I'm such a fangirl too and and, uh, such a blessing to see the progression of your work. You've done um, some truly beautiful projects, but today we're here to talk about Pray Fully, Simple Steps for Becoming a Woman of Prayer. And Michelle, I want to ask you to start off by telling me um, why this book at this time in your journey together as co-authors. Well, actually, Emily and I had a talk that we gave at women's retreats on praying through our day, and it was our most requested talk. And women would come up to us all the time and they say, well, I came because of the Friendship Project or Divine Mercy for Moms, but I really loved your talk on prayer. And so many women had questions on growing in their prayer lives. So we've been talking about doing this for a long time. 
And so when we were going to speak at our women's conference this you know, past February, we said, we've got to put this in a book so we can get this into women's hands because we knew it was such an important thing because so many women are too busy, right? We are all so busy in our lives to really devote time to prayer and we don't know how to progress. And so with this book was, was born just in time for our women's conference and right before COVID-19 uh, all broke. So what a gift to have it at this time when women now have the grace of time to pray. Absolutely. Emily, I'm kind of curious about the format for the book because it's um, in so many ways. I mean, it, it is a book, but it's really um, far more interactive than just saying like, a memoir, a nonfiction book. I think it's the kind of book that as I'm working my way through it, I find myself marking up and I'm working with a journal with it. So how did you design that kind of the, the format for the book? Well, exactly what you said is what our hope is. So thank you for sharing that because we wanted to create space in the book for women to, um, to really interact through some simple journalings through some writing, some of their prayer intentions down and really see this as a roadmap, a on-ramp into um, going deeper into their prayer life. One of the things that Michelle and I kept hearing from women and even looking back on our own journey is that for a lot of women, they're intimidated by the process of prayer. You know, they're locked into maybe a very um, you know, a, a prayer format that was presented to them, possibly as young as their first communion or even earlier, but they really weren't growing and um, diving deeper. So hopefully we took a lot of the intimidation out and um, each chapter is um, unique. It, it does stand alone where you can slowly progress through it. You can also go through it with a group of friends in a um, friendship uh, face sharing group. But what, what I really loved is not only the prayers that we share, but the saints in it that inspired us to go deeper. Absolutely. Michelle, one of the opening um, chapters, I think it's actually the first chapter, you share this very compelling story about your mutual friend Angel and her very difficult medical diagnosis and really kind of a miraculous outcome, um, but one that really points to the power of prayer. Why was it important to start there with this, um, with this story from Angel? This was something that was so impactful in both Emily and my life personally to see um, her angel go through this horrible diagnosis given a death sentence and we all started to we started to write her story because we did not think that angel was going to be around to tell the story for herself and as her friends we wanted to write her story down so we, we had this legacy uh, written down and passed on for other people to see because even when she thought she was going to die she was so faithful and so pray prayerful that it was an inspiration to us so it was such a joy that we didn't know when right when we were doing our final edits that she was going to get that diagnosis that she was completely healed there was no cancer in her body and even now she's been taken off all chemotherapy so she is receiving no treatment and from going from a stage four esophageal cancer uh death sentence to being completely alive and working in a new job and her life is amazing. And she's really a woman of great prayer and a woman of great inspiration. And we wanted women to have that hope that this is what the power of prayer can do. 
Praise God. That's so beautiful. And it was really, I mean, I'm just talk about coming out of the gate strong. <laughs> Such an amazing story. Emily, in um, in one of the chapters, it's chapter four, you talk about becoming a woman of prayer and cultivating a legacy of prayerfulness. And I think one of the things that um, I'm most often asked about in my speaking is, you know, my, um, my family doesn't pray together or my spouse doesn't pray or whatever. In this chapter, you share some lessons that you've learned from your family um, about prayer. And I'm wondering if you could share one or two of those that might be of, of help to our listeners. Sure. Um, you know, one of the things that Michelle and I share in common is we both are cradle Catholics raised with some extraordinary parents and even grandparents and going farther back. So just a lot of our, you know, lessons and prayer came from the people that that raised us and that have been part of our life. So one of the things um, I've learned and the importance of legacy and, and one of the, well, before I even go into that point, I want to say, if you feel like that legacy was not passed on to you, it is never too late to create a legacy of prayer and pass that on to other family members and just even your neighbors and parishioners, because people are always wanting to learn from you. So um, the first lesson I wanted to share is that my my mother really showed me the importance of quiet prayer. She, I would see her praying quietly at night. If I was a little late for my curfew, I would watch her, you know, as she sat in her chair praying her rosary. And her response to that stress of me being late for curfew was her response was prayer. I also remember um, this big picture that hung above my bed when I was in college and coming home and back and forth. And um, she actually sought out an artist and had them write a message at the bottom of this sheep. It was this big, neat sheep. And it said, you know, instead of counting sheep, talk to the shepherd. But she really wanted to reiterate the importance of don't waste your time. Don't waste the quietness of the night. Don't waste, you know, those opportunities for prayer. And that's one of the things um, Michelle and I really feel strongly about is teaching women that there's so many little opportunities for prayer. Uh, Another point that she really taught me was the significance of praying for your children and especially in big decisions and then leaving it up to the Lord. And sometimes um, your prayers are going to be answered the way you think they should be answered and other times they're not. So I share a funny story about when she was praying a novena for my college decision. And I didn't even know she was praying this novena until she received this tremendous joy of this sign on the side of the road, seeing a man, a peddler selling roses. And that's where she also shared about her devotion to St. Therese and the significance. And so part of it is just that passing on the legacy of making sure you share those stories one generation to the next and that you really do your best to live the faith so that others want to live the faith down the road. That um, phrase that you just offered about the shepherd is going to be um, a gift to me. I'm, I'm going through a little bit of insomnia, and I always know when I'm awake in the middle of the night that there's a reason for it and somebody needs to be prayed for. But I'm going to stop counting the sheep and start talking to the shepherd. So that's beautiful. <laughs> I love that. Michelle, um, I, you know, one thing I think I fall into in my own prayer life, I guess this is therapy time for Lisa. So prayer therapy. Um, so 
one of the things that I find myself doing sometimes in my prayer time is doing prayer rather than being in relationship with Jesus um, or seeking the spiritual accompaniment of a saint. I sort of get into this sort of like, I've got to do this and this and cross this off and get through this prayer and all that. How do we avoid that temptation to become, you know, uh, overly robotic in our prayer life? Yes, I know I'm a list checker. So, you know, it's like, okay, went to math, check, did the rosary, check, said the chaplet, check, right? And something we've gone through all our rote prayers and we realize that, you know, I say, sometimes I walk into mass, I check in with the holy water, I go to my seat, I walk out, I check out with the holy water, get my bulletin as proof of uh, attendance. And I realize I never even said hello to God, right? I just went through the motions. So one of the things that Emily and I talk about is doing a little bit more of a meditative prayer. And that is where you're reflecting on the scriptures or that's the Lectio Divina or Physio Divina, reflecting on a holy image and using that to draw you deeper into prayer into more of a openly talking with God and also then more a listening. That, that's a really important thing that sometimes we do all the talking in prayer and we need some quiet time to just listen to god and let him speak to us and if you're it can be hard at first to sit in that silence and that's why scripture can be such an amazing gift to us in sitting with the bible or use your smartphone look up some scripture verses get the daily reading sent to you and ponder over those words just a few phrases of scripture over and over and allowing god to speak to you through that those scripture verses and that can really be refreshing for us in our prayer journey and to really start, you will remember that, that through the day, you know, if I meditate on the gospel in the morning, that resonates through my whole day, those thoughts um, that I meditated on prayer. It's a really, a wonderful gift. And then at the end of the day, I tell women to do um, an examine. And that is where you kind of go through your whole day and you start really going through your blessings. First of all, it's thanking God for all those things. And you could be amazed at in 15 hours, how awesome um, you can see God's hand in your in your day. And then you go through your shortcomings and really just talking to God through your day. And then you're opening up and then you're listening to when you when you sinned and when you moved away from God and let him speak to you and then make amends and make a resolution for the next day. So this can be some just simple morning and evening prayer tips to help you just not check it off the list, but really talk to God. Yeah, I think that one great tool of the book is all these different, um, you know, practices that you've brought us into. I thought of Emily immediately when I um, when I looked at the section on um, Visio Divina or praying, you know, divine seeing. Um, there's this beautiful portrait of the Sacred Heart that you include in the book, and it's such a gift to to gaze upon that and to kind of think about what reactions it brings to us. Emily, I want to ask you one last question, which is about um, this, the inclusion of the saints in the book. Um, you know what a saint fan I am and how much I love them. How did you guys choose the saints that would be included in this project? Well, um, that's such a great question. We really pondered and prayed a lot, and we wanted uh, mostly women that walk very similar circumstance to a lot of our audience and even ourselves. So we um, started, you know, one saint that meant so much to both of us was St. Gianna Bredamola because she was a physician. You know, we like to call her the working mom saint and um, just a tremendous contribution to teaching us about prayer and reminding us the importance of prayer and yet the impact she had in her life in Italy. We also included, you know, um, St. Teresa's mother and father, 
and shared a little bit about the letters that they wrote to each other. Um, she also ran a very successful business in the lace industry. So we just we didn't want to lock ourselves into um, maybe some of the saints that most women knew about, but help them see that there's you know people growing in holiness all around us. And you know this is an invitation to grow deeper in the Lord. And our hope and desire and dream is that you know women take a small step and. Don't be intimidated or blocked by their impression of what prayer looks like, but just, you know, just start. That's that's really the uh, the complete inspiration for all of this. So beautiful. Well, you've done a great job. Michelle, can you, um, in terms of a closing remarks, just let us know a little bit more about where we can find you guys and follow up on more of your work? Yes, we'd love for you to come visit us at our website, inspirethefaith.com. And that is where we also have all of our resources. So if you'd like to do this in group study, we have the journal is in the and the study guide questions. You can download them in a PDF. They're also in the back of the book. We have free video series. So we want you to meet these people that we're talking about in the book. So you can Angel Fox and her awesome story and hear hear it from her. You get to meet Emily's mom is one of the uh, women we interview. And we also interviewed um, Father Jim Willig. We talked about this amazing priest who um, shared his journey of suffering in the chapter on unanswered prayer. His sister was able to be part of our radio or our, our video series. So it's a great gift for you to do in group study with your friends. And you can even, you know, share your screen on Zoom now, watch it together and and go through the study guide questions. So inspirethefaith.com. You guys think of everything. I can't wait to see what comes next. And I, I just want to thank you for this book, but especially for the gift of your friendship. You're both so dear to me and, and uh, I, you're just a true blessing in my life. Well, thank you. And we've been praying for you, Lisa. Thank you. You know, I need it, girls. Well, friends, that is it for this week's episode of Lisa Hendy and Friends. You can find all of our previous episodes, information on how to connect with Michelle and Emily for this beautiful book, Pray Fully, Simple Steps for Becoming a Woman of Prayer, and all my contact information over at my website, lisahendy.com. Until next time, I hope you have an awesome day. God bless. Looking for exceptional coffee delivered fresh to your door? We have the answer. Our friends at Grim Bean Coffee produce small batch artisan coffee using top tier coffee beans. The coffee is roasted when you order, guaranteeing the freshest coffee possible. Check out Breadbox Roasts, a new line of Catholic themed coffees available at www. Dot grimbeancoffee.com forward slash redboxmedia. Experience coffee like never before.